0: was Contagious Christian Living by Joel Beakey. I keep having to read it because um read the title and remind myself what it is because there's that book by Bill Hybels becoming a contagious Christian and like I keep wanting to call it that because I see that at work all the time, but it is not that. <laughs> this is Joel Beakey. Uh kind of a big difference. Um this is first of all, this was a very interesting setup book. So it's really just four chapters but they're really long. So I think that's the only downside to this book. I really like short chapters. It's a small book, so it's like short. So I think that's part of the reason the chapters are long, but they are long in general. Um, Actually in the introduction or the preface, I guess, you find out these were sermons. So that's probably why they feel really long. Not that like sermons are boring at all, But um, I really like to be able to read a few pages and then read a few pages of another book. And there were a couple mornings, one morning I literally couldn't read the whole thing uh, before I had to go to work. So I read part of a chapter and then read the rest the next day, uh, which I really don't like doing because it splits it all up in my head. But... This was a really interesting book. I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting, like, a little bit more, like, becoming a contagious Christian. I was thinking it was going to go into, like, evangelism. And while it does, it does talk about, like, um, the fact that if you're following God truly, that people, like, who don't read the Bible will be like, what's different about that person? Um and so, yes, but also it wasn't what I expected at all. So there are four chapters, uh, sacrificial submission, Christ-centeredness, contagious blessing, and consistent integrity. And they each follow, like, a character from the Bible. And um, the first one is Jephthah's daughter, which that she's the one that um, her dad went off to war. And he was like, Lord, if you um, help me win this, then whoever walks through the door, he says, um, uh, how does he put it? Hold on. It says it in here. Um, he makes the vow that uh, shall surely be the Lord's now offered up for a burnt offering. And then his daughter is the one who walks through the door. First of all, there's so much history behind that. And you think like It means that he killed her, but it's not that, Um, which was really interesting because I've always read that as, like, he, like, put her on the altar and burn her up to the Lord, which felt kind of weird, Um, but that's not it. So, definitely, if you want to know, like, the history behind that, pick up this book. Then it's Bartimaeus, who is the blind, um, he was a blind beggar in Mark 10, and Then it goes to Jacob, specifically um, when Jacob wrestles. And then it goes to Daniel, and it focuses on Daniel 1 um, when he refuses to eat the king's food. And first of all, I have to say, I really, really love when a pastor digs into scripture so much that I'm like, I didn't even know that. Not that they need to, like, make up some story to get me engaged, but... The fact that he doesn't just, like, when you think about, you hear the terms, like, be a Daniel. Like, be a, be a Daniel. Like, we always hear that. Um, I think of that Matt Chandler thing where he's like, you're not David. Um, and Beaky, like, took that idea and made it so much more clear because he he really did dig into the character of these guys. Um And it just, I don't know, it just was a really, really, really good book. Um, I'll be posting some things on our Instagram actually by now, um, I guess, because this is going to come out in like a week and a half to two weeks. I can't remember. Um, So he talks about whenever he says sacrificial submission, the fact that um, we are to deny ourselves and um, that in denying yourself... um, you are honoring Christ. Um, then he talks about really focusing on who Christ is. And um, when he talks about Christ-centeredness, he's talking about Bartimaeus. So he does go into like being blind to um, the gospel until Christ opens your eyes. Um, but also just the humility that comes along with it and the fact that if you are born again, saved through Christ, you're going to just be so excited about talking about Christ, about living for Christ, and you're going to be focused and centered on him. Um, In the third one with uh, Jacob wrestling, like that whole chapter, like I think if I could say, like if you were picking up this book and you're like, what chapter should I read? If I can't read any others, what it would be that one. Um, He just talks about the change from before and after. um, And also struggling with God because there are going to be times that we have to struggle and he really just breaks down that story of Jacob wrestling in a way that I've never heard before. And then when he goes to Daniel, um, that was really good. He's talking about integrity and living with integrity. Um, no matter what happens, I want to read one little thing because this actually relates to our episode on besetting sin. I wish I would have read this first. I would have definitely said this in that episode. So I want to make sure I say it here and I'm probably going to post it somehow to Instagram. I don't know. Um, but he says, if you're uncertain of your strength to withstand the temptation of of peer pressure here are some ways to help you through such times and he has commentary on all of these but I'm just going to read them understand the strength of temptation search know love and live the scriptures lean hard on Christ be true to God be true to your biblical convictions remember true friends seek your best welfare take the long-term perspective lead rather than be led remember that service is greater than selfishness Remember, inner thoughts often contradict outer actions. Um, and I, right after that, he says, By grace, Daniel was more afraid of the snares of the devil and the pollution of sin than of losing his own life. He would rather die than sin. And that hit me hard um, because how many times, like, it's very easy to just fall into sin and um, you don't even think about it. Um, he, at the end, he talks about this... Um, Christian pastor from the Far East speaking at a conference and um, he had this big quote but um, he was talking about how like we often feel very sorry for people who are being persecuted in other countries and not that we shouldn't like you know you know feel bad for them because they're being persecuted but he says to us the enemy is this is the um, pastor who said this. To us, the enemy is obvious. To you, it is subtle. The enemy is trying to frighten us, but he's trying to seduce you. We believe that he is being more successful in the West than in the East. And I just read that and was like, you know what? Darn it. Ain't that true? <laughs> um, Just think, I was... In it, he talks about how, like, do your friends who are, who are not Christians, do they see the integrity of you living for christ um with the way that you talk with the books you read with the text messages that you send with the shows you watch like do they see your integrity um and how quickly does the world seduce us to sin how quickly how quickly like you think about it I, we talked about, um, that Bridgerton series, and I was just thinking about how, I bet there, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be legalistic, I'm I'm not at all, but blatantly, if, if you got scenes like that going on, which I, I have not watched, but I've read enough to know what goes on in the scenes, if you've got scenes like that going on, um, then it's a it's a sin to watch and approve of sin um so if you're on your facebook talking about how great bridgerton is or even just in like with your close friends like hey have you watched that yeah have you watched that is that okay is that living with integrity according to what god has called us to also i'm about to (laughs) see I don't got the Rona. I don't got the Rona. Um, but are you living with integrity? Um, and going back to the title of this book, Contagious Christian Living, um, it's not that you do anything that brings people to Christ. Um, because I, it, he's very clear with that. He's like, by using the term Contagious Christianity, it's not like people catch it from you like like the Rona. Um, that's not what it is. But... Um, Based on how you're living, people will get a view of, or a, like, a opinion of God, if that makes sense. Um, they, if if you claim that Christ is the most important to you, but you can't refrain from sin, you can't refrain from gossip, you can't refrain from just being a jerk, then the world is going to see that. They're going to see that, and that is... Um, going to become their view of God, because they're, if they're not reading the Bible, <laughs> you know, and again, not that you do anything to bring them um, into the faith, but at the same time, we are called to live, um, we are called to be holy as he is holy, and there's a reason for that, and um, yeah, so either way, five out of five stars, long chapters, so a little, like, minor deduction for long chapters but that's not a bad thing and that's just a personal preference but I have had this on my shelf for a really long time I don't know how long but I'm trying to go through not completely alphabetically because um there are some times where I like Really want to read a book. So I just got uh, The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs, and I'm like, should I read that next? I am currently reading this collection of articles that I'll put a review up of. It's called Mom Enough, um, edited by Tony and Carolee. How do you say that? Rinka? Rinka? Rank- he wrote uh that 12 ways your phone is changing you or something like that um but either way it's just a bunch of articles and very very good so I'll be posting a review of that soon um but until next time if you have any questions comments concerns complaints any of that you can reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook at a lot of thoughts podcast or you can email us at a lot of thoughts podcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you soon bye